everyone, and welcome to episode 32 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm Amy. I'm Chris. Hello. <laughs> Go. Here we are. What are we talking about today? Well, um, lots of things, lots of different things, lots more debating to do. But first, uh, let's open up our mail bag. Oh, mail. Um, so we got a couple messages. We did, and we got one that our first deleted message, Yahoo! which we should probably talk about, I guess. Yeah, I wish I could have seen it before you deleted it. Yeah, but. sorry. I don't know if there's a way to undelete it, is there? No, I don't think okay. so. Okay. It was on Facebook. It was from a gentleman who I don't know if he actually listens to the podcast. I don't know. <clears throat> Oops. I think he just saw that the title of the podcast was the Great Circumcision Debate, or whatever I put out there. And he just responded with, circumcision is genital mutilation. Here's a video, or just video, and with explanation points. It wasn't productive, and I don't think, like I said, I don't think he even listened to the podcast. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I don't want that out there. Just, just if you want to send me an email and talk to me about it, or if you want to say mm -hmm. some cool stuff about it, that's cool. But if you just want to rant on Facebook, that's not what we're about, so... Yeah, we have enough of that already yeah. with our Facebook friends, as yeah. it is. <laughs> Not from this, but from like... No, 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 just in... Yeah. Mostly politics. Politics. <laughs> well, in the U of M and things like that. I don't know what that is, but anyways. Mailbag. We got a couple mess messages. Yep, this one's from S. Uh, she talked, suggested that I get a humidifier for my rhinitis. Your rhinoitis. <laughs> um, a humidifier is on my Christmas list. It is? Not to you. I was going to say, I never saw a humidifier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can buy that. That's something I know how to get. <laughs> and I'm sure that will help, but I was pregnant with Persephone uh, during the summer, spring and summer, and I had it then too, so I think it just might be a thing I get when I get pregnant. Could be. Could be. Mm -hmm. All right. And she also shared a little bit about her experience with her son and his uh, circumcision. I know you wanted to mention... I just thought it was interesting. She said something like she, I mean, afterwards she was exhausted and probably not really all there. And then they just came back and said, the baby's circumcised. Because I guess. The, or it was time for his circumcision. The dad made the decision, kind of, I guess. Or? No, no. Well, they said, it, they came to tell us he will be circumcised in a few minutes. And at that point she asked the dad to go with him. Oh. They had decided beforehand that they would circumcise. Okay. So they just came and did it. Yeah. That's basically what we're getting at. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll talk about this later more, I guess. Yeah, a lot more. <laughs> um, but uh, I will point out, and this is for a different reason, and Amy thinks it's not really relevant, but I think it's relevant. I was I not... That makes it sound like it doesn't matter. Well, it's not the same. I don't think it's exactly the same. I think it's pretty the same, though. Um, Jay, who is in my family... Um, oh, that's pretty. What? Okay. What? Well, now it's pretty clear everyone who's related to who you're talking Are about. Are you fucking kidding me? You know how many J's I have in my family? <laughs> it's, okay. Obviously, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. We were just talking about how um, her oldest, who's adopted, <laughs> um, what are you laughing about? There's no more anonymity for this. Why person. does there need to be anonymity? Okay, all right. <laughs> you yeah, are, I worry about that. You're all about that. Oh, my God. There's people who know that people are saying things. But her point was, yes. I'm learning, she said, quote, I'm learning that looking like a family is more important than I guessed. That's hard for some, for her sometimes, for people sometimes, because she has a different skin tone. And right. I can understand that being very difficult and to a point where I don't even know what that's like, you know? 
Oh, sure. Like, she's going to be emotionally dealing with crap that we can't even think of. We wouldn't even think about. So, so yeah. And that is relevant to a circumcised penis. It's not as relevant because, obviously, you wear your skin on the outside and you don't go around showing people your penis usually. Right. But it's still in the same vein. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I Okay. Well, we'll put a pin in that. The looks part. Before sure. we get to the debate. I wish that more... Yeah, we didn't get a lot of people that were like... That wrote in saying... Uh, I guess, how do I say this? I don't know. More experiences worth both. Like, you, it seems like you even have... A, your, your experiences are with um, circumcision or non-circumcision, but you don't really get a lot of crossover. You know what I'm saying? You have no idea. So we didn't have any comments from people who, like, circumcised one son but didn't circumcise another? No, not necessarily sons, but also just experiences with... Yeah. And I guess people aren't like, I want to re- write in and tell you about my penis experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've been with a lot of guys, and you've only one. been with... <laughs> one man. And you've only been with circumcised guys, though. One man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> my point being that that seems normal right now. Normal for Midwest. Minnesota, <laughs> America. That's what I mean. That's yeah, what I mean by yeah. normal. Yes, I can only speak normal for where we live. But I guess you're right. Most of the universe is not us. So yeah. And uh, elsewhere, it'd be like I've never seen a, a circumcised penis. <laughs> Which is very true for many European yeah. folks. Yeah. They yeah. Okay, so we didn't get a lot of those messages. I was hoping for more. Um, but that's that's life. And I think honestly, I don't think this is. No, we did get something. We did. Yes, um, somebody sent me a personal message, um, and wait, she... wait, 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 not to the email address. Correct. To you? Yeah. I don't like this one bit. <laughs> you should have forwarded immediately. <laughs> and I told you about it. She married someone who's not from America, and so he was not circumcised. And when they had a son, it was pretty important to him to not circumcise. And she looked into it and was on board as well with the not circumcision. Uh, this child is still in school. I don't know exactly how old he is. Or I don't, and I don't want to say if I have a good <coughs> guess. Um, and so far, she said, there's been he's in sports and stuff. And there's been no issues that she knows of with teasing and such. But I think you said he's also around the age, before the age of you go shower with other kids usually. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea about that part. That happens around 15, 16. But kids are going to get teased no matter what because kids are mean. Of course. So, But that's like saying, do you want to name your kid uh, the JJ? Because they get more teased. Anyway. <laughs> the cleanliness. I did ask her about the cleanliness question. That has never been an issue to me. Okay. Because that is a huge argument for it. I don't understand how. How can it be an argument? It is. Well, we'll talk about it when we get to there. We're getting off track. <laughs> we're starting with uh, the, the meat of the crux here and we're not... Uh, Doing other stuff. Um, okay, cool. Thanks for writing in, everybody. Write more stuff. Tell us. I don't care. Just your thoughts in general. I'm curious what people think in general. Like, if you want to be like, yeah, I'm on board with circumcision, but I don't. And I do. Maybe I should put this at the disclaimer when the debate comes. Interrupt but as it were your turn, your yeah, turn to speak. Of I course. want to make sure we're clear because I had this discussion with one of my BFFs, and she thought I was attacking her for having circumcised her children, and that's see, not it at all. No. Well, we I, are just making a decision for us. Sure, but I can see that. But I want to put that disclaimer out there. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. But I can see that because if most people, in, especially that listen, are have either been or gone through the whole circumcision thing, not definitely not attacking you. Like, 
I'm on the fence right now. I if if this wasn't an issue, if this was 20 years ago and we were having a child, I would probably be like, yeah, why wouldn't we circumcise? I'm probably me too, because 20 years ago I would have less of a voice. And I <laughs> to get to say things. That's right. Get in the kitchen and we're <laughs> circumcising. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not like I'm not a radical, I guess. In this, this is the way I feel about certain things. It's weird that you can have there's certain things like gun debate. The gun debate, I would consider you a radical. Yes. I can see both sides of it. Okay. Um, I think that's I the can, same thing as circumcision. Just for the record, I can see both sides of the gun debate if we're talking about guns of 1776. Yes. Give everyone a musket. Like I said, Fine. Amy's a radical when it comes. <laughs> she wants to take all our guns and she needs to go out of the country. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. So let's, there you go. So write us, we won't, we're not attacking. Well, Amy might be attacking you by the end of this podcast. I don't know. She attacks me all the time. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Sure. What else we got? Uh, infertility in the news. Ooh, I didn't look at this. Actually, pregnancy in the news. <laughs> They're all pregnancy related. Okay. And I thought this was relevant. So Minnesota just experienced a couple of the coldest days in like 20 years. So uh, if you don't live in Minnesota or the Midwest... Yeah, yesterday we were 20 below zero. That's global warming. I told you no such thing as global warming. <laughs> and so it's very cold. And people, even who people who live here, complain. Like, why do I live in a place where the air hurts my face? Valid argument. This is why. Because <laughs> we don't want Zika? Correct. <laughs> There's a Okay. CDC cautions pregnant women about Zika in Brownsville, Texas. Okay. So, like, it's spreading in America. Well, yeah, that's what diseases do. So, so you're saying... I was just, I just want to throw this in there that I'm happy to live in a very cold place because mosquitoes that carry Zika wouldn't survive here. And it's one less thing I have to worry about as a pregnant person. But wait, well, how come they're not here in the summer? It's still not hot enough, I think. That's impossible. It's hotter here sometimes than it is hotter in Texas. Well, most people, and I didn't read this article, but a lot of these people are getting infected when they travel. I understand that. So I don't know that the mosquitoes themselves have made their way up yet, <clears throat> but if they did... I don't think they would live. I don't think it's hot enough for them. It is. Even in the summer in Minnesota. Okay, so if the CDC is cautioning people in Texas where they conceivably can live, and we know there's cases in Florida, mm-hmm. so it gets it just as hot up here than it does in those dead places. Not an, for long enough time period. That may be a, a true statement, but it definitely does. Like if you transported, you, you had a transporter from the Enterprise, and you, put some, you got some mosquitoes from Florida, you transport them to Minnesota and say July... 15th on the hottest day or whatever they would could survive because it's the same weather <laughs> i don't know that that's true i would like somebody and you know all the entomologists we have who listen to our podcast it's the same weather i don't understand. I don't think it's i don't think so it could, it's been over 100 here and it's the same this last summer i don't think we had a day over 100 i bet we did i don't think we did i hope we did i like 100 <laughs> anyway as a pregnant person i love you too <laughs> This is one of the reasons I'm currently happy to live in a place where the air hurts my face. Whatever. I think there's a middle ground you can go to and there's no <laughs> <laughs> there's no freaking uh, Zika mosquitoes in 34 degree weather, you know? <laughs> you got another one here. I thought this was interesting. It says the rise in C-sections could be changing human evolution. And that is a weird freaky looking picture. It is. It just has a baby being pulled out, but it looks like a demon kind it does. of doesn't it look like a demon it does it's, it's like it's a weird. baby demon it's, it's an odd photograph uh. so what they're saying is that c-sections are being used um maybe too too much but for the most part it's used when a baby's head is so big it can't fit through 
the birth canal of the mom. Oh. And so, in the past, oh. this this baby and this mother would not have survived childbirth. They wouldn't, they wouldn't pass that on. So, they on. wouldn't pass their genes on. Yeah. So, if we keep using the C-sections, it's conceivable that after a few hundred thousand years, or hundreds or a thousand years, or more, because evolution takes a long time, right? that vaginal birth would not be a, a, a viable birthing method. Perhaps. But one thing, there is an argument to this idea in that... And a lot of people think this, that especially in America, C-sections are used too often. And that even large-headed babies will make their way through the birth canal because the babies' heads are made to reshape and get through those tight spaces. Right. But I thought that was just an interesting thing because when I was pregnant with Persephone, as I think most first-time moms, or lots of first-time moms are... You're, like, terrified of a C-section. You don't want to have a C-section. That's, like... That's weird. And even now, I would prefer not to, but it's certainly a higher chance that I will have to. And so that's why I thought it was kind of relevant. Huh. Okay. Yeah, no, that's interesting. It's, um... <laughs> did you want... Somebody sent us a link as well, but it's kind of more in our other topic. Oh, no, you, this is not. Okay. Uh, somebody put a link on there that says, some couples turn to crowdfunding for IVF. Basically, it's saying that IVF is crowdfunding is on the rise. Like most people, yeah, people I've are doing this a lot. I've even seen people share GoFundMe's for couples doing IVF. I have couples too, actually. I don't know. Yeah, and I've given them a little bit because I think that why not? <laughs> I mean, in theory, this is what we did, but without the direct direct get ask oh, of yeah. IVF, mm-hmm. we were like people just gave us money because our shitty life, and then we use that for IVF. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I can see that. So my, I was just interested. <laughs> the thing that makes me not like this is that the only reason we have to do this is because our insurance doesn't cover it. Right. So it's kind of like taxing the taxpayer by just not making freaking insurance companies cover. Insurance companies who make billions of dollars a year, yep. instead we're going to put it on the middle class, which basically the only people doing IVF are middle class and upper class. If you're poor, if you're, you're, in, the, if you're in the lower class, you just can't. It's not a... Right. You can't. There's no way. Because we could barely do it. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, I, don't, I just don't like that. I don't like that. We're doing that more and more where we're like, oh, well, the taxpayer will pay for it by doing these indirect taxes. I'll call this an indirect tax. Now, you don't have to do it. You can volunteer. and right. But I want to. It's the same thing that some people who don't like the idea of, of taxes say. That if people need help, other private citizens are going to be the ones who are going to step in and help. Yeah, but that's what they say about like. Don't they say that about charities? Yeah. Like we don't need we don't need to fund nonprofits and Correct. stuff because the charity will take care. But that's the same thing. That's taxing in the middle. Okay, whatever. <laughs> right. Um, it makes me feel. Uh, there was a, a point in the article where they said it feels like I'm begging, and there's a weird line there, and that's my thought as well. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I, I had a hard time doing that. So, yeah. The end. Okay. <laughs> what else is going on? Oh, excuse me. Oh, we're going to go to, now to... Um, I got a cough. You have to do something. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> we're going to have to start this podcast over. I can't have coughs in the middle of my podcast. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah. happening. I think just, I inhaled some saliva. I'm just kidding. It's really nice. Um, <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> uh, cat corner, cat corner. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Cat corner. Yeah, and there are two cats around. I don't know where Neo is. Neo's been acting weird. So uh, I don't really have much about our cats this week to share. 
One thing I will say is we're watching them because their eating has not been as normal as usual. It's got to be something to do with the cold. I don't think so because Bellacat had a full dish of food in the house. And I gave that to her this morning and she ate none of it. So I'm going to publicly ask because I haven't, I forgot to ask you this. Is Will you please weigh her daily? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, weigh yourself and then hold her. Because I want to see if she Battle loses. Cat? Yeah, because I want to see if she's losing weight. Oh, I guess I can do that. But I'm not going to make her step on a scale and wait for her to weigh No, no, herself. however you want to get her weight, if you'll do it every day, to see if she loses any weight. I'll try to remember, sure. Because she is 68 in human years. Yeah, so. She's an old lady. Yeah. yeah. And then I thought, um, because I didn't have anything that her that I could think of for our cats this week, even though certainly our cats are amazing. I thought I would talk about my cat, Sally. Sally? Okay. Yeah, so my cat, Sally, is an Alaska <coughs> cat. When we lived in Alaska, well, we got Sally, and I was, I think, five or six. And we found her... My mom was somewhere, and somebody started their car, and they heard this horrible noise because Sally, as a kitten, was up in the engine of the car because she was so cold. So what was the noise? Her yelling or...? Yeah. It's her making a horrible meowing noise. Okay. And so... She just gets scared, I'm guessing? Well, yeah, she was in the engine. Cats die that way. Well, she couldn't have been in the engine. She was in a part of the engine by, like, the radiator. Okay. Um, and so my mom brought her home. It's okay. And I had a cat named Sally. My dad even wrote a song about her. I'm not going <laughs> to sing it for you right now. Right now? Later on you'll do it? Probably not. <laughs> but um, I used to tell Sally stories uh, to Persephone. I'd make them up. So okay. that was fun. That was nice. She was a tabby cat like Zelda. But this story is about when we moved from... Uh, we moved back to Minnesota from Alaska. And so we loaded up our car. I think a lot of stuff was shipped in boxes, some of our belongings, um, beforehand. And so we're in our car, and it was like at least a week because there was car trouble a week-long journey from Anchorage to Hibbing. And we stopped, we had car trouble, and so we stopped, how old was I? It was eight, almost nine. And we stopped at some small town in Canada, and they were going to fix the car trouble. And we, we went to go get some dinner or something while that was happening, and we left Sally in the car. Okay. And then we came back, and there was no Sally. Did you think she was in her favorite hiding spot? <laughs> That's where I would think. <laughs> Well, the thing about Sally was, she would never meow. She, like, never meowed when you called her name. Huh. Ever. So we're all going all over this town. I am an eight-year-old girl bawling my eyes out because my cat's gone, uh, you know, f forever. Yeah. And my mom and dad were talking to people, and, and it was a tiny town, and they even, like, somebody offered to make an announcement on the radio in this town about this lost cat and <laughs> who to Jesus. contact if you find this cat. <laughs> okay. And my dad was frustrated. And I think he was already, because he was already frustrated about the car, and we didn't have a lot of money, so I'm sure he was worried would we even make it to Hibbing. <laughs> so then we had to leave the town without the cat. So I'm crying, very sad, because I was an only child, and not saying anything wrong with that, but I had a cat, you know, like she was my friend. Sure. <laughs> and so we were driving on the highway, and then my dad's, there's my dad's driving, and he looks down, and he felt something on his foot. And he looked down, and there's Sally's paw <laughs> coming from the dashboard, touching her paw or his foot. And so I'm really excited and super happy. I'm My cat's here. Surprised he didn't freak out and like drive you into a ditch. <laughs> so he pulled over, and he tried to get her out. Um, but again, she wasn't the most cooperative of cats. So he had to like 
basically take the dashboard apart. <laughs> and instead of, of him grabbing her, he had, like, the dashboard apart, and she just, like, jumped down, as if she could have jumped down easily <laughs> the whole time. And my dad was really, really mad. So she jumped down the part that was not taken apart. Correct. She just came down some other way. <laughs> yes. He was real mad. He yeah. even... He, he might feel bad about this now, but he even said, we might as well cut her tongue out. She doesn't meow. <laughs> and then I started crying. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> well, because he was just so mad. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Sally survived the journey. <laughs> good. Um, and she lived until, she lived 16 years. She was 16 years old. Oh, that's an old cat. When she So was she, a, you guys were still in Hibbing when she died? No, she um, oh, lived down here. H-Town. I don't want to give away the anonymity oh, of Hibby. It's like Hibby all the time. <laughs> no, she lived here. Okay. She moved with us lots of times. All right. Oh, anyway, so that was my cat corner about <laughs> Sally. <laughs> now we're just we're just down to telling uh, telling stories of older well, cats. And then I can also <laughs> talk about Zelda. <laughs> no, no, it no. Was, Let's move on. There's other things not, to talk no, about. No, no, one thing. It was oh, now I died. <laughs> It was not super cold on Saturday here. It was getting pretty cold. It got super cold Sunday. Um, and so I, we, while we were shoveling, I, I saw she wanted to come outside again, and she went, She ran right outside, and she stayed out for maybe two minutes and went right back in because it was yeah. too cold. And so I'm thinking about... <laughs> well, when we were at Amy's cousin's, the, the dog that they have, it's a little dog, yeah. has dog slipper things they put on <laughs> so that he can go out or she can go mittens, out. Mittens, like dog mittens, yeah. basically. So Zelda's probably going to get a oh, pair of that. Oh, my God. And she will not wear them at all. She'll just she kick might. them off. I doubt She it. might be the cat that wears them. You, you, if any cat wore them in this house, it, it would, would be, be her. That's <laughs> yeah, true. She's a very relaxed cat. Yeah, so I'm going to give that a try. All right. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't think we have one. Have a what? A TV check-in. A TV check-in? I watch TV. It was the fall finales. I don't think you, you, you don't watch anything. anything. Yeah. <laughs> So we're gonna skip that, and we're gonna move oh. right on to. I watched. No, hang on. I watched, we didn't get a. T- we didn't get a song intro. TV. I watch. Uh, <laughs> I watched. I, I all the stuff that I haven't watched for the last two weeks. I've been watching and more Star Trek <laughs> because <laughs> just something that's on all the time. Uh, I did watch the season mid season finale of Supernatural. Oh, I watched that. I'm it, spoilers if you're a Supernatural fan, but I don't. I don't I remember what happened. I did watch it. So the big thing is they trapped Lucifer in his cage again, but not before he impregnates a woman. Oh, they didn't trap him in his cage. Yeah, they did. I thought they just got him out of the body. I think they trapped him. Oh, that was incredibly easy. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, because they had to get a weird thing from the dude thing, and then she had to do the spell thing. So that was not easy. All right. I think it's... What else were they going to do? Just chase Lucifer for a whole season? Well, that's what it seemed like. And I think this is do, interesting. Uh, they fought so much they've done they've did the lucifer thing for a while that was like season four they're like oh no probably five or whatever lucifer's in my body now he's gone hey now now they're just gonna deal with the devil spawn (laughs) basically it's i don't know it's interesting and speaking so by the way if somebody convinces you that you just had sex with the devil and you're impregnated by a devil or a demon or whatever you whatever and your child is going to be evil Believe them and terminate them in the pregnancy. It, it could be. It Don't could be run away. <laughs> like, I gotta run away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that had to do with pregnancy, so it was relevant. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, you're right. I forgot because I watched. I actually watched that episode before you did. So. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't, oh, and remember they're they're going to jail for trying to kill the president. Oh yeah. 
which I gotta say. Well, a couple things to say first. Okay. If you're gonna, if you're Lucifer and you want people to worship you and you want to have power and you want to keep people away from you, um, inhabiting the president of the United States body is a really good idea. Well, yeah. I thought that was super smart of them. You the just, writers. but well, yeah. You just have to have somebody that's going to allow that, like because in this world you have Correct. to allow yes. that person to possess Only you. Only angels have to do that. Yes. Demons can just enter you. Right, but Lucifer's technically a, an, an angel. angel. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> it loses a big chunk of suspense when there's, oh my god, they've been captured by the FBI, they're going to go to jail forever, when Cassiel, their angel friend, could just teleport in and take them away and <laughs> be like, all right, we're out again. <laughs> I did like it how it's the mid, it's the fall finale, it won't be back on for like six weeks, and then the preview for the next episode, somebody's asking Kaz how long they've been gone, and he says, oh, about six weeks. That's nice. <laughs> I did think that was pretty clever. That is nice. Because, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't... The show typically does not take itself too seriously. Right. That's... Which is... The writing doesn't take itself seriously. The correct way to do it. They, for the, a show like that. <laughs> the main, like, writer, producer guy or director wrote his a character with his name in the show. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Don't worry. His name's Robert Singer and his guy's name's Bobby Singer. <laughs> oh, that's right. Robert Singer did do it. Yeah. He also did The X-Files. Yeah. Forgot about that. No. And they, I just put that together. <laughs> they even mentioned it in the one episode. He's like, "Who puts themselves? How? Because remember, he said like, how condescending is to put it yourself in the freaking TV show wow. in the meta one? Yeah, yeah, the meta one where they went and they were in the universe where Supernatural is a TV show. It's a pretty fun show. I gotta tell yeah. you. <laughs> and I'm you didn't want to start watching it. You were against it. I remember. Whatever. I had to convince you to start watching it. You don't know me. Um, it's not really a TV show, but we can talk a little bit about Star Wars. Star Wars! <sighs> Woo! Star Wars! I'm only sighing in annoyance because I haven't seen it yet. Oh, Star Wars is so amazing. I might have to go this week. I was telling Amy, we have plans. We are going to see it Christmas Day. We have plans to see it Christmas Day. And Christmas I might... Day is in five days, yeah, right? Or that's, six? That's six days that I have not seen this again. I'd like to see it again. <laughs> so I might see it again before that. Um, a lot of people are saying, and I, I shared this upstairs, that it might be the second best Star Wars movie ever beside, behind Empire Strikes Back. I don't want to know what it is. I know, and it's going to be so hard for no, you not listen, to know. But I'm interested <laughs> in what the criticism is of it. Because I have heard there's been some criticism oh, of it, too. yeah, I know exactly what that is. <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm curious to see what that is. Because you are like, and there's a lot, it's like, there's reviews that are either super love or there's this criticism. There's nothing like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> the cri- I know, yeah, and you'll know why I went at the end, too. You'll be like, oh, because I think you will either love this movie and think it's amazing and that it's a Star Wars movie and it is the Star Wars movie, or you'll be like, Wow, that did not feel like... Eh, I don't want to say anymore. Okay. <laughs> I just... Yeah. Uh, and so um, if you are going to... Don't don't spoil it for Amy. She got six days. Um, yeah. Because there is a lot you can spoil in this movie. It's like The Arrival. You can spoil that movie and then you never get it back. And uh, yeah. Which she also hasn't seen yet. Oh, well, I don't know that I will. <laughs> I think you should. Because The Arrival... She's a bereaved mom, right? And so that's that's the part that I don't I don't know. I know, but it's worth it. I sat through it. It's worth it. Okay. No, she's a bereaved mom with, with the last name of Banks, which makes it much easier. Yeah. But it's still. I mean, I think it's going to win many of what's the awards they do for movies. Oscars. Yeah. Golden Globes. It'll, it, it's got to win for like best original screenplay or something like that. 
Gu- uh, guaranteed. Wasn't it, a, it was probably a book, so it's probably going to be adapted. I don't think it was a book, honestly. I think it was original. Oh. Either way, two good movies. Uh, if you haven't gone and you need something to do, whew, go see Star Wars. If you've seen Star Wars, go see it again. <laughs> I was going to put a movie section in here instead of TV, um, but my friend let me down and didn't get my message in time that I needed a song about movies. Oh, so you that's, can all blame Ben that the, we didn't have an official intro. Anonymity! No, no. Ben can openly be, be made fun of because he doesn't listen to the podcast. That's the only reason? Because we didn't have a song? Yeah. <laughs> I can sing so- Movies, movies, song, movies. See, there you go. <laughs> all right. What do we got? Uh, stress level scale check-in. Uh, I'm fine. Work is a little stressful. I'd say work is level 1.3 and life is a 1. What about you? I'm at a 2 or 2.5. Really? Is yeah. it all because of medical stuff? Yeah. Is it medical stuff that the doctor said everything's fine? Um, part of it. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Okay. What do we start next? <laughs> Go to the next thing. Such a good song. Yeah, I'm sure you heard. I had to listen to the many whole times, thing. Many times, many times, <laughs> because I can hear things when it's loud. I only played it once. You played it more than once. No, I played it once. It was at least two times. It was definitely once. Whatever. <laughs> I heard it upstairs. All right. But I was getting it ready, and then it started. I was like, it starts so well. It starts with dun, dun, dun. So you're like, all right, I'll listen to the song. I have a Paul Simon CD. I enjoy Paul Simon. A CD? What is that? Is that like what they <laughs> use before electronic music, or what do we use now? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, today, we I thought we could share another eliminated name. Ooh, you're... Yeah, this one, huh? Let me check the etymology. No, no, no. It's probably fine, I guess. You see, you did not... You did not, like... But you had this outline. I thought it was fine. Because you saw it. I didn't read that. Um, okay, so maybe we won't share this one? Uh, I guess it's fine. Yeah, I guess... Whatever. Okay, so a name I had on the list was Soren. And Chris seemed to be on board with it until he realized how similarly it sounds to Sauron. For half a second when I was like, <laughs> you mean Sauron? Yeah, you can't name your kid Sauron. I'm sorry. I had, I'm a large Lord of the Rings fan. <laughs> a large one. <laughs> you know, a big fan. Today's, I think, the 15-year anniversary of when the movie was released. Today is? The first one, yeah. Like, uh, Fellowship? Yeah. I should have watched Fellowship then. You didn't tell me that. I just thought you knew. No, I gotta watch Fellowship. (laughs) Most people know. I take exception to that fact. (laughs) True fans knew. Um, And so I never put that together until you said it, that it's so close to Sauron. How is that not possible? It's the same word. it's Sauron. It's not Sauron. Yeah, they're like one letter apart. <laughs> and maybe, so it's a Scandinavian name, and maybe because I say it more Scandinavian than you? Maybe. I never got, I never put that together. No. But he brought up a valid point, and once he had said that, then of it course it the couldn't list. be used. Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a fine name, but yeah, it's Sauron, or Saruman, if you want to. <laughs> and maybe it would be cool to be named after a dark lord of evil in the Tolkien universe, but I'd rather not, yeah. honestly. Yeah. yeah. It'd probably be a lot of like, I don't know. There's is there any name from that series that's like popular that for their children these days? Probably not. They're kind of all out there a little bit. I mean, we're not going to go with Sam. That's <laughs> that's obviously a name. Well, our friends have that as a middle name for their son. Who? Griffin. Griffin is from that what? Griffin's middle name is Samwise. 
Oh, sure, but no, no, I'm saying that's a normal, common name. Is there Sam any? Sam Wise isn't. Right, but is there a common name for, from like Aragorn is not used or Boromir no. is not used or you know? I think his names were a little more. They never caught on like they did in like Game of Thrones. or I something. would have used the name Eowyn, but I had already named a cat Eowyn. Yeah, once so then you can't cat. do that. Did we, did we talk about that? We think we did last time. Or once you call an animal that, it's hard to name yeah. your child that. Well, no, we didn't talk about it personally, but we had that list of like things, name rules that couples have. One is. Can't, you can't use a name of a pet or an ex or... Yes, so we did talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is true. I'm sorry, you can't. I will never name a child Battle Cat. I just can't do it. <laughs> well, we we sure have a Battle a Cat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. There aren't a lot. Yeah. Pippin. I do know some Pippins. I don't... I don't know any Pippins. <laughs> Maybe I know just one Pippin. Do you know even one Pippin? Yeah. Is it the guy from the book? In real life, the actual person. Is he a hobbit? No. <laughs> All right. I don't know about that. It's but that is a good question because yeah. people are naming people after Game of Thrones. Yeah, Arya's caught on. That's a huge one. Was that that had to be around a little beforehand? Don't you think or no? The name Arya before the TV show? Yeah, or the books. I don't know. It had to be. It has to be an older name. Um, I actually I don't know. Anyways, I thought it started getting popular after the books. I'm sure that's when it became popular, but. Not the, not the show. I mean, it's even more popular now, but... The name Arya is an Indian baby name. In addition, the meaning of name Arya is noble goddess. Okay. So it exists. So maybe, yeah. Not so much in this country, but more yeah. of more so in India. <laughs> All right. Cool. Anything else to say about Saur, naming your child Sauron? Oh, no. Sauron. <laughs> um, I was for a while... Remember, like, a couple days I really wanted to name them? Like, give each, a name yeah. each of the babies? No, really wanted to name them. And now I'm not so sure that I need to do that until they're born. Oh, that seems like a mistake. Well, I'm just worried about what if something happens. Right. But then how do you choose? <laughs> and I'm not going to worry about something happening. Everything's fine. Stop that. Okay, so then maybe next week we'll do the... Baby A is this name, baby B is that name, which no one will find super exciting because they don't know we, what the names are. We will. We'll be like, here's that <laughs> name. Yeah! <laughs> Anything else to say about names? No. Do you? Not really. Okay. All right. That was easy. telling you she's an attractive woman from back then <laughs> for back then i think she's older now and she's probably not as attractive or from back then yeah for back then back then women weren't as attractive oh i'm, I'm just i don't know <laughs> okay so yeah we're gonna continue the great debate uh, which you don't seem interested in at all today i'll talk a little bit about it but okay let's go i have a lot to say okay i want to hear you rant i mean talk go for it okay so uh, where did I want to start? Um, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm looking at all my notes. At the top? <laughs> Not really. I don't think so. Why? Okay, so yeah. So the American Academy of Pediatrics came out with a statement in 2012, and I think that's the most recent statement that I could find. Okay. That newborn male circumcision, after a comprehensive review of the scientific evidence, the AAP found the health benefits of newborn male circumcision outweigh the risks 
but the benefits are not great enough to recommend universal newborn circumcision. So this is actually a reversal of a statement that they made previously to 2012, that they didn't think that the benefits um, outweighed the risks, and did, they were kind of against it then. Did they list those benefits in that actual article? Um, I think so, but what they're not saying do it. They're saying... They're not, basically what they said is they're not making a recommendation or a non-recommendation. They said they're leaving it up to parents to decide. Wait, wait, wait. It says they found that, the, okay, there's, <laughs> that's kind of weird. It's like me saying, it's better if you do this, but I will not recommend doing either one. <laughs> that's exactly what they just said. Yeah. Which is weird. That's kind of like a And here's something. what I think. Honestly, this is American Academy of Pediatrics. Okay. And I think that they are influenced by the strong religious feelings of faiths in America and societal norms in America. I think they felt, I, I personally think they felt pressure to say, to, to, to take away their such previously negative position oh. on it. So they went more, make it, you think they went more to a neutral stance because correct. they got a bunch of crap about being so yeah. negative about uh-huh. it. Because I would like to see what the arguments that they talk about that are so... And I was running out of time, and I didn't get all that okay. from that particular, from the Academy of Pediatrics. One well, thing, we, we should talk about the arguments for it. Sure. Uh, one thing, Chris and I are going to watch the Penn and Teller bullshit episode about circumcision. If we can find it. Is it on demand, maybe? I, well, you know what we should do is just look up on the internet what season and what episode number, and then yes, it's on demand. If we don't want to look I, for it, I don't know which one it is. I looked it up earlier. Oh, that'll be fine. Okay. So we'll do that before the next episode and also talk about it, because I like the way they lay out information. Yeah. I mean, they they obviously have a... They have a bias. <laughs> they bias and they're not ashamed it. to tell you what it is. <coughs> but they also talk about the other side, too. Yeah, and that's what I want, mm-hmm. honestly. <clears throat> so there's some arguments for that, because so I went to, to the Reddits this week. Uh-oh. Where there's a lot of strong feelings... That's why they had like 120,000 comments yeah. on that one. <laughs> um, and so I found a lot of arguments for it and then counter arguments to those arguments within it. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Did you, do you want to share any of them? I do. So one is that cutting off the foreskin lowers the cancer risk for men later in life. Is that true? Yes. How much? I don't know. How is that possible? I don't know. Like how does having a foreskin lower your cancer risk? Is it just the cancer in the, what, foreskin? They're saying, like, you are 0.05% less skin, so you have 0.05% skin cancer chance. It's probably not a lot. Um, But then, so then the counter-argument is, well, then why don't we cut off ladies' breasts? Because that would reduce their breast cancer risk. Because they're utilitarian. You use them for baby nurturing. But the foreskin has a purpose, too. No, it doesn't. And for men... Yes, it does. Fondling. (laughs) No, and it doesn't really have a purpose other than pleasure, right? And protection. What's it protect? It protects the penis. From what? Rabid wolves? <laughs> From what I read, it protects the penis. And when there's a foreskin still there, the glands, which I think is the, the head of the penis, yep. produces a lubricant. But when you cut off the foreskin, it doesn't, it, that dries up. I don't know that that, I have to look that up. That doesn't sound correct. That sounds like a Reddit fact. <laughs> I read it lots of places, though, not okay. just Reddit-wise. But uh, Lots of, like, links to other sites. All right. So you're making it easier for your children to have sex. That's what you want, huh, Well, Amy? really, people were saying <laughs> the benefit was for masturbation the most. Oh, I've never had an issue there. <laughs> <laughs> I No, I disagree with that. <laughs> and then one of the, one argument is cleanliness. 
that it's hard to keep clean. Wait, that's an argument for circumcision. For circumcision. Uh, it so, is harder to keep clean, but not ridiculous hard to keep clean, right? Because if there's nothing there, you don't have to go under anything, it's easy to well, clean. Well, you're not even pu- supposed to pull it back until it pulls back naturally. What? It doesn't... This is a thing I learned also today. This doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. You're not supposed to pull back the foreskin until... Um, some people, some kids can't even do that until puberty. Why? Because it doesn't pull back. And, the, and then if you're forcing it, it's going to be painful. Well, if it's painful, they would stop, I would assume. <laughs> right, but like, parents don't know that of a baby's. But you have to clean places. Right? Right. right. I think you're just supposed to clean it, but you're not supposed to pull back the foreskin. Okay. I guess. But don't you need to clean under where the foreskin is? I think just like inside that little like... Yeah, yeah. But you're not... But without pulling it back. Oh, all right. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. Argument for circumcision. You don't have to be confused by all this stuff anymore. (laughs) You can just clean a penis and be done. (laughs) Yeah. So the counter to that is if you can't keep... Teach your child proper hygiene, then there's a you have a bigger problem. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I, I mean, proper hygiene is a weird word. Like everyone has their own threshold for what's proper hygiene. Hygiene, you know. Some people are like, I need to clean my ears every day, and some people are like, I don't even need to clean my ears because when I go in the shower, they get clean. <laughs> some people shower every day. Some people shower three times a week a day. Some people shower once every week. So cleanliness is an interesting weird one the end <laughs> okay so a four argument is it helps prevent um, sexually transmitted diseases how <laughs> how does this happen because don't women know. don't want to touch an uncircumcised penis no like it's just it's something about like it's easier to... <laughs> no that's definitely it it's Sorry. about easier for men to catch an STD if they are not circumcised. Uh, wait. If, wait. Yeah, I said that correctly. If they're not circumcised... It's easier to catch an STD. It's easier to catch an STD. Because body, I think because the body fluids can get trapped in the foreskin area. Okay. That kind of makes sense. There's a lot of pseudoscience going on but here. But here's the counter-argument. There, there's, a, there's a counter-argument? To that. To the... Well, it'll prevent STDs from spreading. Oh, I see what you're saying. Condoms, Rose! Condoms! 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 <sighs> yes, yes. Anytime yes. I can use the Golden Girls side of sound effects, I will. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, condoms. <laughs> That's the argument there. They should be using condoms anyway. That's a stupid and argument. Let's, and there's a, the, so, talking about STDs, the World Health Organization has come out. The WHO! And actually, pro circumcision. Specifically in countries where AIDS is running rampant. Because they believe that it will um, slow down the spread of HIV. How? I don't know. How. I thought it was fluids that have to be transferred into the body. Right, but I think that it's easier for the fluids to get into a male's penis if there's a foreskin to trap it. During sexual intercourse? After sexual intercourse, maybe. Like it gets... It could be after. Like it's it, spread and then it gets trapped in there and it gets into the... Because what if I understand is that during erection, it's gone. Like there's no foreskin. It gets pulled back, right? Right. But then it comes... Well, then afterwards. Right. That's what I'm talking about is like the afterwards part. So if you don't clean yourself afterwards, I Correct. guess? That, that is okay. exactly right. That, that Yeah, that was a lot of all the STD stuff is... So you're telling me the who also recommends circumcision? But for that reason alone. Well, that's a reason. Okay. In countries where hygiene is not a thing that happens very often. Or households where hygiene is not a thing that happens. <laughs> okay. Anything else? 
Um, so some arguments against circumcision that we didn't yet talk about is that it does take sexual pleasure away from both the men and women involved. Women? There's more pleasure for a woman in an uncircumcised penis. Because there's ridges that are no longer that, that are no longer there. <laughs> it's ridged for her for her pleasure. Yeah. yeah. I don't. That doesn't make any sense. Look it up. You're like. I, I have to argue with these because I don't. I don't understand that. I want to understand. I don't just take facts. You know this about me. I like to understand I know, but sometimes it's like why. you're personally attacking me, like I'm making stuff up. Yeah. I'm just reporting the no, data that I found. that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm saying, Amy, you're dumb. That's not a fact. <laughs> I like to know why, and that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. If it's, if it's, when it's erect, there's nothing different, correct? Here's, if I remember correctly, here's where I think they come to this conclusion, is that when the foreskin is gone from the beginning of life, a lot of things are desensitized. There's no more of that lubrication. That, whatever. I'm talking about the women part. <laughs> Plus, I think the foreskin does get uh, some... How do I say this without sounding really gross? So the movement of the sexual act pushes the foreskin against body parts of the ladies. When you're thrusting... Correct. You're saying there's... God, you're so weird. PC... <laughs> When you're thrusting during sex, there the the foreskin will push somewhere, will hit other places. That yeah. Uh, okay, that's interesting. I want to look that up. I'll write a note to myself to look that up in video form as research. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so that those the parts that the foreskin is hitting so f- are pleasure areas for the ladies. That's the only argument so far that has made sense for me as far as pleasure. Because for but for the men too. Bullshit. I call bullshit. I call bullshit on that. I'll call bullshit a thousand times. Because sex is pleasurable. It can't be more pleasurable. It's impossible. Okay, so let's take pleasure out of it. Okay. Let's, take, let's, let's focus on sensitivity. Okay, so I'm finished right away. <laughs> Go scroll down more because I thought, I think I, here, oh, here it is. The penis, when it is protected properly from the constant friction of clothing, so when there's a foreskin, stays highly sensitive and self-lubricating, making sex more intense and more comfortable for both partners. It's just a phrase. I, I don't know what that means exactly. So that's what I was trying to say, is that it's, it's about the sensitivity part. Right, but my point being, I what does it matter if it's more sensitive? If, like, okay, so one of the best physical feelings in the world is an orgasm. Is <laughs> sex and an orgasm, right? You can't make it more. Like, there's not a better 100%. You can't get 105% on this pleasure scale. (laughs) However, you don't know that because all you've ever known is having a circumcised orgasm. Right. So my point being, if I was having an orgasm that was somehow more pleasurable, it would still be a fucking orgasm. I don't understand how that could be more pleasurable. I understand that it's possible, but I want you to, but I also want you to spend some time looking up the lubrication. Yeah, that's situation. weird to me. I don't know about that. Because you don't have it. It's right, gone. Right. It's gone. It's just gone. Well, it is. I mean, that's. I thought that was very fascinating. Hmm. Also, an argument against is trauma for babies. Now, uh, there's some uh, there's some things out there about this trauma that I'm not sure that I necessarily accept. Yeah, I don't know about that one. But research is showing that this trauma can affect even affect them as grown ups later on in life. Really? What kind of re- what what? I, I didn't. Even, I don't know if I included that, but I want you to go to the Psychology Today article. A lot of this sounds kind of like. A lot of it is super far to one one way yeah, on the scale. Yeah. So 
Um, this is this Psychology Today article I thought was very interesting. It seems like a psych. You maybe can trust it because it's psychology related. <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay. Um, so there's uh, different myths that she talks about. Where myth one, they just cut off a flap of skin. Yeah, that's not true. It's which I, is, I didn't know it was that much. Yeah, no, no, foreskin it's a lot. is skin around it, the whole thing. The but I didn't thing. know that. Yeah, okay. Until we looked at some photos today. All right. It doesn't hurt the baby is a myth. There's well, still a debate about what type of anesthesia to give babies for it. Okay, that's fine. And it says somewhere, maybe not in this article, further down it talks about how some people, because of the time, some doctors don't give any because it takes longer. And so one thing I was reading was if you get your baby back in less than 30 minutes, they had no anesthesia. Hmm. This is stupid. It doesn't hurt the baby. That's dumb. Babies feel pain. It, it does pain. You're hurting the baby with pain. Now, this part is a little more relevant. Even if it is painful, the baby won't remember it. That is actually might be something to consider. I don't know that I love their argument here that the pain can rewrite how your brain works and that then you can have greater stress disorder and depression and anger and stuff. Right. So this part, I didn't know necessarily how much. Yeah. I don't love that. I, I like, I would love to read the study to see exactly if I had the time, which I don't cause I'm very busy um, to see if that's, if, if, well, one, if it's a good study. And the problem is we all know that there can be really bad pseudoscience. Well, and this is probably a lot like the science um, in Oops. my book, the pregnancy book I'm reading where does this affect a baby in utero while a woman is pregnant, you can't really do the control group. Yeah, there's no way of knowing. Right. Because you're not going to do that kind of experimenting on humans. Yeah, you can't take a a circumcised teenager, an uncircumcised teenager, and be like, which one's more angrily? Because there's too many other factors involved in that. Okay, sure. My baby slept right through it. (laughs) I don't believe that. And the reality check was that's not possible, unless they were completely under anesthesia, which they wouldn't do. This, yeah, this is that whole, it doesn't cause Myth, my... it doesn't cause my the baby long-term harm. Incorrect. And see, that's, that's where I think part of this... But here's the thing. There are babies who have died from being uncircumcised. That has to be, like, that has to be really bad... It's, blood, like, it's loss of blood or infection. Right, so it has to be... My guess is, like, it's very, very religious, and it's not in a hospital, and it's done by in Orthodox. Here's what I'm going to say about it that. It has to be. There's no other... There's no way. I found this stat in other places. In some places, it's higher than 100. Okay. It's, like, 120. Sure. The end? And <laughs> it's kind of all I had to read. Dude, you realize what I just said, though, right? I know. I, I Right, but we, as you know, right. we've had a child die. Sure, but if it said, so if it I'd, said, ba- okay, what if it says this? Babies can die of circumcision when done by an Orthodox person outside of the hospital. That's how I read that. But I don't know that that's true. It's definitely true. I think true. we should look into that more if we were going to completely rule sure. that out. Sure, that's a good thing to look into, but I am almost 100% positive it's done by Christian scientists who don't believe in using medical you know, crap and stuff like that. Gotta be. There's no other we way. We don't know for sure. Otherwise, but they would the never thing. allow it. If one this person died... This is an elective died, procedure. Just listen for a second. If that could cause death. No, it can't. That's BS. I'm calling BS right there. If there was one baby that died in a hospital from circumcision, one, we would be. it would be all the rage. It would be everywhere. It would be on the news. They'd be questioning it forever. Because think of all, all the little things that happen. Just happens to like one person or two people, and they're like, oh, we got to recall all this and do all this. We would know about it. We would hear about it. Guaranteed. I don't know. I- 
Guaranteed. I will do more investigating. This is like saying if you have home births and you put those home births deaths into the into um, the main group of birth of of pregnancy deaths, right? Would you consider those part of the group? Yeah. Even though they're home group births. Yeah. Even though they have nothing, like they're just a lot of there's a para there, but there's no other medical pr- people there, and they die of blood loss on the way to the hospital. That I don't consider part of pregnancy deaths. I would consider that part of like home pregnancy deaths. Because it's so different. It's so completely different. It's still, here, listen to my words now. <laughs> this is an elective procedure. Sure. It's not medically necessary in most cases sure. as an infant. Sure. So with with the chance, and so maybe not death, but what if there's a lot of blood loss? Sure. What if there's an infection that's very bad and yep. life-threatening? Like this baby did not need to have that procedure done in the first place. Well, that depends on if you how much you you ascertain the other stuff as being important to you. It's it's still an elective surgery. No shit. That we're not talking about that. That's what I said. I said it's an elective surgery. <laughs> I agree with you. We're not we're not discussing that. You don't need to use that word anymore. It's elective. We all know that. Okay. My point being is that I like I'd love to know what these are. I'd love to know like is it one in a billion? Because if it is I'm sorry, that's a risk that no matter what the... If, if it had positive benefits, which I don't know if it does yet, I'm still on, I'm still on the fence, I'm still discussing, then I would take those odds. One in a billion? You know what that odd... You know what one in a billion is? <laughs> you know what one in a million is? <laughs> those are the kind of things that I'm okay with. Again, it has to be worth it. And what's that worth? I, I don't know. I need to find out for sure. I will be honest. I This pisses me off, actually. In fact... Sorry, go ahead. It's not I'll, the only place I saw that. No, no. It pisses me off because... It's like people are... In my are, research, that's not the only place I saw that... I'm not talking okay. about right. that. I understand that. This is this pisses me off because it's meant to scare. It's meant to scare and, and scare you into thinking a way another person thinks. And that makes me mad because I don't like to conform. You know this about me. <laughs> I like to question things. I like to do things that are not forced upon me. So if people are like, oh my God, circumcision is terrible. Here's why you're a terrible person. That makes me more want to circumcise my child. I know, but ha- <laughs> having said that about yourself... It does kind of surprise me that you're not at all upset that you were circumcised before you had a choice in the matter. Dude, I honestly, I've seen the things on Reddit where people are like, I'm so mad they didn't give me a choice. And I don't understand how that's possible. I do. I've talked to all my friends and they're all like, who the fuck would care? I guess it's just different. I mean, I don't know why that bothers me so much about the the whole idea. And maybe it's more about because the government tries to put laws on me as a woman in my body? Maybe. Maybe that has something to do with it. But, like, you... I don't know. I thought... No, that I don't care about that at all. Let, let's say if... What if, um... So, this, this smacks of the vaccination debate to me, honestly. This whole thing where people are... There's science that says that vaccination's bad for your child. There's not. But yeah, you can read a... Science. You can read a yeah. hundred articles yeah. like this, right? On vaccination. So, that's why I'm... I get so angry about it because I don't know what's right. I don't know where the pseudoscience ends and the actual science begins, and that makes me annoyed. Okay. So these these sites make me annoyed. <laughs> oh, and it's psychologists. Psychologists aren't real doctors. Everyone knows that. That's not necessarily the beliefs of the Expensive Science Week podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I know I, I might be coming off hard. I'm sorry. I just I get passionate about people especially random websites, tell me your child can die from circumcision, which I don't fucking believe, honestly. I think it's people in in an African country that have no very little medical service and they're doing some sort of religious service. In the service. USA. This says in the USA. 
Okay, so in the middle of Montana, they're doing some religious service in the middle of the woods. <laughs> I, I would like to read. Uh, maybe there's there might be something out there about hospitals, like has how babies died or in hospitals from circumcision, from complications due to circumcision. Like more, it might be more. I think coded as that. I think they're gonna yeah say the same thing. So yeah. Right. Um, this was just somebody's opinion that I didn't know how much I want to talk about. So one other thing I wanted to mention was the fact that I watched some video of babies being <laughs> circumcised. <laughs> okay. And well, that you could stop right there. So basically, so here's what I was thinking before I watched these videos. I was thinking to myself, self. Self. <laughs> this is an elective procedure. If one of our boys had to have their tonsils removed be, for medical reasons, I don't I don't think I'd have to go and look online and see what that procedure was going to be like, right? Because that's not necessarily something that I'm deciding as a parent whether or not they should go through. That's a thing that they need to go through to be healthier. Okay. Right? But this circumcision is completely elective on our part. Like, we make the decision. Right. So I wanted to know what the baby, what our babies would, would go through. Okay. And so they're strapped down. I, yeah. Well, just like if they got an X-ray as a baby, yeah, they yeah, would also yeah. do okay. the same thing. So let's I not understand get, that. Yeah, let's not get bog, like uh, bogged down by that. That's a normal thing for babies. But the screaming and the crying. Sure, I understand that. I just I don't know. Let me say this: Do I want to watch my chickens being slaughtered before I eat them? That's elective. I could eat greens for the rest of my life and be a terrible. Hate a terrible person who doesn't like life. <laughs> <laughs> or do I want to watch cows be slaughtered? No, I still want to eat them. That's elective. <laughs> You're not buying my food analogy. Not really. This cat's annoying the piss so out of me. So <laughs> I, I just, after more research that I've done, I'm kind of over the fence against. I wish you would keep your mind open, though. And I'm not either way. You know that. I know. I, I wish you would keep your so, mind open until more research is done. Here's the point I'm at. Okay. I'm no longer at the point of, I don't know. I'm at the point where you need to show me why I should get my sons circumcised. You need uh, to give me enough evidence. You know what? That's that's fine. That's fair. Of, of why I should have it. Yeah, done. that's fair. Of course. You could, I, honestly, I think you could, should start with that if you think about it. Because Probably. that's a place to start with. Because like you said, I tried to start in the, completely in the middle. Of well, this, but like you said, I leaned that way. A it's an elective bit. procedure, so there has to be a good reason for it. Mm -hmm. So that's a good place to be. And what's the thing you always say? Oh, the sushi thing. How I was I've always been against sushi because of all the things you can get from the all the organisms you can get from eating raw fish. Sure. And I think maybe it's Dave who would say, "What about all the billions of people who've been eating sushi for years and years and years?" Okay. Which, so, in the same <laughs> regard, what about all the people from Europe, European countries, who don't get circumcised? They seem to be okay. Yeah, I agree. I think it's mostly, it's most of the people in the world, not just Europe. I mean, right. if you're not Muslim or Jewish, you probably didn't get circumcised. Unless or you American. Live, or American, you probably didn't. And mo that, that, that consists of most of the planet. If you're, there's not, I mean, there's like a million Muslims. There's like... 300,000 or 300 or million Jewish people or something like that. And then there's 350,000, 350 million Americans, something like that. That is under 2 billion people on a 7 billion year planet. So most people in the world by far are not circumcised. So I agree with you. I don't know what the seafood thing had to do with it, but. <laughs> Made sense in my mind. I still don't like seafood. 
No, just sushi, <laughs> not all seafood. Just raw sushi. I know. Um, up, I look, up more. I want you to up a little at? more. Because there was something. Oh, and then there are states where Medicaid no longer covers circumcision, and Minnesota is one of them. Medicaid is that something we use? We don't use it. Medicaid is um, like medical assistance. Okay, but well, that makes sense. Unless you could show a medical reason for it. It's an elective surgery. I, I think, understand yeah, that. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I understand this is an elective procedure. I understand that it has pros and cons, and I want to weigh them. And okay. that's well, what I'm working at. So I'm kind of at the point where I'm done weighing things. <laughs> you should continue. So, I think you should continue to weigh stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to give me the evidence you might find for to convince me to circumcise I can't just boys. say I'm the man. I make the decisions. No. You'll be un- nearly unconscious. I can tell them whatever <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> I can rename them while you're unconscious if I wanted to. That's not how it works. There's paperwork that's filled out later. Don't you remember? Yeah, I could fill it out while you're unconscious. <laughs> and we both sign it. I'll be like, she's pushing. I'll, I'll make the decisions. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe that doesn't seem very collaborative decision making, but I kind of feel like that's where I am. Uh, that's, that's fair. That's fine. I would like to make more of an informed decision. Sure. I feel like we just talked about a few things and didn't really look up a lot of stuff. Just kind of made... It's very easy for people to have strong opinions on this. And I feel like you found a lot of the strong opinions. And in fact, I would say the strong opinions are all on the side of don't circumcise your child. There's no strong opinions on the fact on, of, meh, do whatever you want. Those people are like, meh, well, do whatever you the want. Strongest is, the, the strongest arguments I can find on the side of do it is so that the boy looks like his dad. Which I don't think is a good enough reason to cut off a piece of a baby. For me. Not a good enough reason for me. Um, also, the cleanliness, which I don't think is a good enough reason. The STD spreading. We don't live in a HIV sure. rampant area. Yep. Also, these... These boys will have condoms the second they start having wet dreams. Wait, They'll have no. boxes of condoms no. with them. No, Here's some condoms. No. Here's where they will always be. You don't want your children to have sex with condoms? <laughs> that doesn't feel as good. Chris is joking. No. Okay, so if so, you have a condom on, does it matter if you have a foreskin or not? No. What do you so, mean? Like for the STD spreading? For sexual pleasure? For the anything? For the women or the for the male? <laughs> I think the woman is still going to get the the pleasure bonus from the not, the foreskin hitting places. But it'll be inside a condom. I don't think the foreskin goes inside the condom, does it? Everything goes inside the condom. So we need to look at some pictures. <laughs> what do you mean? How could it get around <laughs> the condom? Because <laughs> it, when it, a penis is erect, the foreskin is up at the top. Right, and that doesn't go anywhere near unless they're like, <laughs> like. I doubt that. I could see it, but probably not. So apparently we have to do some even grosser research. We get to watch some porn! Oh, <laughs> oh man. I wonder if I've ever made that porn. Like, here's porn with a circumcised penis and the exact same scene with an uncircumcised penis for educational purposes. I could. Ju- I just gave porn a great idea right there. <laughs> I, I don't know that they'd have to do that. Right, I'd be surprised if they haven't. Uh, whatever. Right? As long as he's a pizza delivery guy, I'm fine with it. So. <laughs> That's your favorite storyline in porn? <laughs> Shut up. What you, else You like got? to imagine the pizza delivery guy coming to your house? And... I got some hot sausage <laughs> for somebody. <laughs> Ew, you're disgusting. Okay. Can we move on or no? Do you got more stuff to talk about? Well, and then I had another thought. Oh, boy. Is we should probably talk to a doctor about this decision as well. Ooh, I don't know. We'll have to talk about that. 
Like, which doctor? I've, My OBGYN is I've lost thinking. a lot of faith in doctors, and I think that they're just TV repair, I mean, computer repair people, but on the human body. They, pract- they, they throw out there what they think the symptoms are, and half the time they're wrong, and then they try something else, and half the time they're wrong, they sure. try something else. but... I wanted to talk to um, my OBGYN about if we were to have these boys circumcised, what would the procedure be like here? Would it be done at the hospital? Would it be done in our pediatrician's office later? It doesn't hurt to ask her what her thoughts and feelings are about this this elective medical procedure. No, that's fine. I just don't want to take that. I'm not saying that that would be what I go by. I know, but I think that you have a much stronger faith in, like, I do not. Professionals than I do. We've had the same experience with a medical professional. Oh, I'm talking about mainly with me. Oh, okay. I mean, he, yeah, they were terrible with Persephone, but I'm talking mainly with me. They just, they try things they were all terrible with Persephone. Wrong. It was the first two. Well, the ones who did the diagnosing and missed Correct. everything and fucked everything up and then fucked the world. Yes, those yes. people. Um, but even for me, like, I go in, they're like, what's wrong? I say, here are my symptoms. They say, okay, it's probably this. And then I'm like... I come back a week later and say, no, that was wrong. And they're like, oh, maybe it's this. They're like, nope, that was wrong. And they come back and they're like, yay, you got it. And that reminds me of the exact same thing of fixing a computer. You see a symptom, you're like, is it this? Nope. Is it this? Yes. Sweet. Have they ever said to you, did you try to turn your body on and off again? All the time. They say, go get rest. That's me turning my body off. But in their defense, you don't get enough rest. I agree. Okay. <laughs> I think it's still a hard job. And I think, but I, my point being, I think a lot of people go to the doctor and they're like, ooh, this is gospel. They're going to tell me gospel. Oh, and that's not what I was We're, thinking. No, I know. But I'm just, that's my it's opinion. kind of what you thought at first because you kind of had your little rage oh, I don't rage. I just don't like doctors being like, we are the end all be all of what could be wrong. You know? Like, and I've heard things people, there was one I was listening to a podcast. Speaking of podcasts, I want to talk to Bill. The guy was talking about how they thought he had AIDS. Ooh, that seems to be a definitive blood test, I think. Uh, when it's full it was, blown AIDS. It was the 80s. Everybody had AIDS. Oh. So he said. AIDS, it's AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. AIDS, AIDS. Everyone's got AIDS. So he said, you have AIDS. And he's like, fuck, I got AIDS. I'm not gay. I've had protected sex. He's like, yeah, you have AIDS. Go home. And they sent him home. And they came back and he had Lyme disease. Oh, Lyme disease is hard to diagnose. I know. But they told him AIDS, <laughs> and he was in bed for three years with Lyme disease. Oh, wow. He eventually sued the doctor, which is good, and won some money. <coughs> but that's my point, is that half of them did just, like, make a decision, and they don't know for sure. I hate doctors. <laughs> Unless you're a doctor out there, then you're my favorite listener. <laughs> hey, a doctor did get us pregnant. Uh, money got us pregnant. We threw money at people until they got us <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> That doctor did make me <coughs> stop uh, anamorphing. What's that? A doctor has made my face stop. <laughs> so they do good things too. If anybody uses Google, <laughs> if anybody uses Google and the Google Messenger, <laughs> go to Google Messenger and type colon forward slash, the slash that's on the question mark, and then just hit enter. <laughs> And it changes it into a little emoticon that looks like what Amy's face looked like. So It is the only emoticon Chris and I use for everything now when we Google chat. <laughs> no, I only use it when I don't like really have a response for that. Oh, like, I now use it as my smile. Oh, really? Smiley face oh, is no. that now. <laughs> I only use it for like, I don't have a response for that kind of a thing. 
I want to I want to change it so that whenever I type in Amy's face, it comes up. <laughs> Good times. All right. Well, we will definitely get back to this. Um, I guess I'll be forwarding the the plot of this discussion from yes, now on. Because I I told you where I am. You need to give me enough evidence to convince me that we should. What if? Okay. I don't want to get into what ifs. Well, I, w- I do, but I know you don't want to. I don't so. like what ifs. Yeah, I know. What if I, like, came from the future and I was like, Amy, you got to get your children circumcised. And you're like, what? Why? And you, and you, uh, I have many more questions to you. Really? About the future. Like, just who wins the Super Bowl? <laughs> when did the Twins win the World Series again? Because I want to put money down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll go from there, then. Okay. Do you have anything else to say, or can we move on? Because we talked a lot. Um, on the circumcision front? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, I think we, we're good. We're good, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, so we can move on uh, to this part. It is week 22 in the pregnancy. It is? It is. For Last reason, week was week 21. Why am I thinking 32? Oh, it's episode 32 of this yeah. podcast. No, 30, if we were at 32 weeks, I would be celebrating. Why? Because I, I have different goals for this pregnancy. Week 32 is a goal? Week 24 is a goal. Which we'll talk about when 24 happens. And then week 30 is a goal. Because twins can come a lot early. And so my goal, my end goal is at least 36 weeks. If I can get to 36 weeks. They can't come by week 24. They'd be in the hospital forever. They wouldn't survive. I know. So, no. This is what I think about constantly. Well, stop it. It's not good for the babies. Think about (laughs) puppy dogs and kitty cats. (laughs) All right. Just do. Part to put that song on. I just picked a random part. Aww. That's not my favorite part song. Um, apologize for the coffee tonight. I got some crud going on. So anyway, that was the "I Hear the Screams of the Vegetables" song, which cracked me up. Mashing potatoes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we play that song? Oh, because the babies are the size of a corn of uh, corn of cob. A corn of cob. A delicious corn of cob. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so, lengthwise. Yes. Okay. What's the second part say? Well, and then another side said the size of a coconut. So, I'm not <laughs> sure. Corn is longer than coconuts. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's like like real cor- coconuts in the wild that are bigger or longer or something? I don't know, but I wanted to go with corn. Because then I got to play the carrot juice's murder song. I understand. I got you. Okay. So, the size of corn. So, you got two pieces of corn in you. Yes. Fun. Yeah. Um, and so I did have an ultrasound. You did. Last week we talked, said, hey, I'm going to have an ultrasound tomorrow. They're going to look for these things. And then I had the ultrasound the next Another day. Another log one. It was longer. Uh, I went, ultrasound happened. The babies are generally pretty cooperative. They get to do all the measurements they need. Um, and then I had to wait for the doctor to come talk to me in a little room. And in this room, there were many places to sit. It was like the biggest consultation room I have ever seen. Okay. There was a couch. There was a table with two chairs. There was a desk um, with a chair at a computer and then another chair next to that desk. So where did you pick? I picked the table, thinking, well, I'll sit on this side of the table. And then the doctor could sit <laughs> on that side of the table. I would pick the couch, laid down, put my feet up. I had just been laying down on the Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, and so then the doctor came in and sat the, in the chair furthest away from me. 
like at the by table? the door. Oh. <laughs> so then I thought, oh great, it's bad news because he doesn't want to sit close. <laughs> In case you start throwing things. Or? I don't know. Uh, and then also he was basically John Malkovich. Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. <laughs> Looked and sounded very much like John Malkovich. Wow. Do you think he's seen being John Malkovich? <laughs> I hope not, because it's a terrible film. No, it's fun. You oh, are an angry person. I hated that movie <laughs> It's a so fun much. movie. And I like John Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich? <laughs> so Baby A... So I was having a thought time because Baby A had a little too much amniotic fluid. It was at 8.5, I believe, or something, right? 8.6. Uh, excuse me. And now Baby A's fluid is at 9. That seems bad. It does make me a little concerned. Where when the limits 8, uh, Baby A has 9. Okay. The doctor said, there's no physical, nothing physically we can see with baby that would make us think is causing this extra fluid. Okay. You passed your diabetes test. Okay. There's nothing we can see that's causing it. Okay. Some women just have more fluid. Okay. So I'm not worried. Yay, not worried. (laughs) Woo, so we shouldn't be worried. And then he did say, however, we'll be watching it because the more fluid you have, the bigger your uterus will get. And that can cause preterm labor. Can they just drain your uterus? Like stick a pin in there and drain some out if they need to? It's a bad idea. Anytime you're sticking things into the amniotic area. Well, you're not going to hit the baby. They got lasers and stuff to tell. No, I don't think they do that because I don't think it heals. I think it's like they break your water and then your labor starts. Uh, Don't do that. Right. They'll do that eventually probably. Week 36 or so, right? 40? If they have to do it, if I'm still pregnant and they have to do it, it'd be 38. So week 38, they'll do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that has me quite worried. It also has me worried because... Oh, he said not worried. But baby A has extra. Baby B has six point something. Well, there you go. So, but... It makes sense. If it was some women just have extra, wouldn't it be both? No. That's not how it works. You don't know that. In fact, together, they're right on target. <laughs> That's not how it works. They're at 15.8 <laughs> and they're supposed to be at 16. That's they're point two away. Good job, boys. Good job. <laughs> That could be the way it works. I'm not worried. Well, I'm pretty worried about it. But worry is bad for babies. Stop worrying. That's okay. Problem solved. <laughs> That's the best thing to say to somebody who's worried about something. Oh, well, <laughs> and relax. And you'll get pregnant. Between those two things. Right. I mean, I'm trying not. I don't think about it all of the time, but it yeah. is in my mind. Whenever you get worried, you should eat a cookie. How fat do you want me to get with no, this No, just pregnancy? listen to me. After you eat a cookie... <laughs> You can't be worried for, like, at least a couple hours because cookies have that effect. It's true. It's science. <laughs> Look it up. I'm not going to do what you're suggesting I do. What were you going to eat Because I'd be eating cookies a lot more often than I think you think I would be eating cookies. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if I, every time I worried about anything, I would just... There wouldn't be enough cookies. There would be enough cookies. <laughs> I didn't say eat all the cookies. I said eat a cookie. <laughs> Whenever you're worried, eat all the cookies. <laughs> I would just constantly be eating cookies. You'd eat As a person with anxiety. No, no, no. Listen, you'd eat one cookie. <laughs> always be eating cookies. And the sugar. Always be cookie. No, <laughs> always wait, be cookie. Always be. Yeah, yeah ABC. Also, always know. be cookie. Always be cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it works for the cookie monster. Always be cookie. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, if you ate one cookie, then like the sugar would be like, oh, yay, we're all happy for like two hours at last. Can you eat just one cookie? Is it like those chips where you can't eat just one? Some cookies I can have just one. You know what I and used then to, until a couple hours later when I have another one. 
When I used to eat a lot of sugar, I could eat like an entire package of cookies, no problem. That I can't do. Really? I, I Four is usually my cookie limit. Well, there, Which but, I still think is extreme. I think three is ideal. Two is nice to start with because then you have the room to... I could also have a third if I want. And four is right but out? I don't need to. But if I have a third, then I'm good. You know, Four you, is just gluttony. See, you just did basically a Python skit. Yeah. You know that? You remember that one? Oh, no, I don't remember the actual oh, yeah. skit, but I was like, no, it does is. sound a little bit like comedy. Yeah, you need to count to three. Two, not enough. Four is right out. you got to count to three. <laughs> yeah, they're not... Well, there's a rule of three in life yes. and comedy, so... Um, but there reaches a point, probably around... 12, where they're not really super good anymore, but you just keep eating them, and then you keep stuffing them into your face, and then you still get the same mouth pleasure, even though your stomach's like, stop, stop, but your mouth is like, go, go. The same mouth pleasure. Yeah. Well, that's why we eat stuff like that. It's mouth pleasure, right? What? <laughs> Am I hearing a little Joe Rogan come through, or? No. Okay. What, what is that? That makes sense to me. Yeah. There's, that's it's just funny to put it that way. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I think of that whenever I want, like, a piece of candy. I'm like, that's just mouth pleasure. You don't need that. <laughs> oh, my. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody's talking to you. <laughs> okay. So um, so that happened. My, my OBGYN is also not worried. However, the thought of preterm labor does, is certainly scary. Um, yeah, let's not do that. So my next ultrasound is at 25 weeks. So in three weeks, I'll have another one. To right. see, just to check on things, see how much fluid is there, are the babies still growing good. Okay. Isn't there a time, like, you'll get them weekly? 30 weeks, I get one every week. It's going to be a lot. Do you have to do, do you have to do it, like, 6 in the morning every time? It's nice if they can have me do it at 8 a.m. Tuesday mornings, because then I don't have to miss work. Nice my ass. That's too early. <laughs> but uh, one of these ne- upcoming ones, I do want you to go with me, too. 8 a.m. on a Tuesday? <laughs> we'll talk... I. Th- We'll talk later. So the thing I have upcoming, which we were going to talk about later, okay. we're jumping ahead, but the fetal echocardiogram I have next Tuesday, December 27th, where they're checking the baby's hearts. Okay. And I thought that might be a good one for you to go to. You should let me know early because I got a lot of stuff at work I need to schedule around and stuff. It's been on our shared calendar for two months. We've discussed this. It's a shared calendar only in name, not in <laughs> practice or principle. Yeah, so we have this. I need to tell the world this because it's my one of my favorite, new favorite stories. So three years ago at least, I said we should have a shared Google calendar so we know things. Like we know when Persephone's dance classes are, or like if I have to pick up or you have to pick up, and just everything to put on this calendar. And so he'd know when I had improv class or an improv show and stuff. And he was like, yeah, great, great, good idea. <laughs> Well, and I, idea. I use it for a ton of stuff, medical things. When I, when certain bills are due for me, so I remember. Um, when Chris is doing some things, like when sometimes I put on there when Tuesday night changes to Wednesday night, if I need to remember that. And so we're in the car yesterday. Hang on, what universe do you live in when all of a sudden Tuesday night flips to Wednesday night? You go <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday <laughs> this week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a universe um, five of us wives live in. Where they play D&D every Tuesday night, but sometimes they have to play D&D every Wednesday night. Because so of one of you when wives. Tuesday becomes Wednesday, <laughs> most of us in that circle know what that means. <laughs> yeah, at 11.59 to midnight, Tuesday will become Wednesday. Everyone knows that. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're in the car yesterday, and Chris said, we should get a calendar where we put stuff on so we know what each other are doing. <laughs> no. 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 I was like, that exists. 
we have that. But I would. I'm really glad you use it so much. But the thing, I even put the Twins games on it, and I even had it color coded by what ones we were going to go to and what ones we were selling. But if you recall, the thing that I wanted to put on the calendar wasn't on the calendar. What thing? It was either my Christmas party on or, it? or my sister's Christmas party. Not on it because we always do that Christmas Eve. See? So I... No, what, that's dumb. No. What, I can't even use a calendar that's so incomplete. Oh, my God. <laughs> we don't have to put on the thing that we do on Christmas Eve every year. It's just not linked to my phone so I don't see it. If I was linked to my phone better, I could see it and add stuff easier. Well, just do that. I have my work stuff on there. I don't think I can do both. It's hard. You put your work stuff on a Google calendar? Kind of. Anyway, it's so funny that you said we should have this calendar that already exists that I use all the time. <laughs> Whatever. You don't know. You think so, you know. <laughs> the appointment on the 27th has been on there because they made me make that appointment at least two months ago. Sure. Okay. Maybe more than that. Maybe three months ago. Hopefully Tuesday I can find a way to not be there. I will ask or I will see what I have going on. It's just I got a big, we got a big network install makeover going on. I've been working weird hours. So, yeah. Okay. Like tonight I have to do a reboot at 1 a.m. So. <laughs> oh. My work, they just do it. During the day, I know. It's no, it's no, 12.30. Stop, stop, Let's stop, reboot stop, everything. Stop, stop. <laughs> you shouldn't be criticizing work on a public podcast. Stop. No, I'm sorry. No matter what you are, you should not be doing network maintenance during the day. You it do is it called at... Tech Free Friday. And no. they encourage us to get out of our offices and mingle with our coworkers. That's not a thing. <laughs> they used to put that in the email, though. <laughs> What a great chance to get away from your desk and get to know your coworkers. Nobody ever left their desk, guaranteed. People just, like, brought in their own computers and sat on them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Also, in their defense, we don't always lose all of our systems. <laughs> give us a list of what won't be working that day. No, you do that at night. Shh. Every company Shh. in the world does that during off hours. Oh, my God. So weird. We're going to move on. Yeah, I guess. I just saw a woman that was naked. <laughs> did you see that or was that no, just me? I did not see that. Oh, that, oh right there. That's yeah. Mick Jagger, I think. No, don't be silly. It's right before that. You can continue. Well, now I'm very distracted by this. <laughs> and so is everybody else on the who can't also see this. See? Oh, yeah. yeah. And if you want to look at the moves like Jagger video at 309, <laughs> you can see most Some of a booby. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, I certainly <laughs> still feel the babies. I feel them more. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We just spilled water. And by we, I mean Chris. That's what... I don't want to hear the babies. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. I can feel the babies move. No, you can't. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So, yes. I... But I cannot feel them. Nor have I so been So, that's what to. I wanted to talk about. All right. Specifically. Because I don't need to keep having an update every week. I feel the babies move still. Um, baby A still moves a lot more that I can feel than baby B. Okay. I'm hoping that's fine. Probably is. Because baby does move. Wait, which one moves more? Baby A. The one with more fluid. Got a lot more room to swim around, probably. Yeah, so that's definitely <laughs> what it is. <laughs> um, and so when they... And I, I'm starting to learn when they're most... Like, times of day when they're most active. Yeah. And one of them is in the evening. Like, right now, if I were sitting on the couch, they'd be moving a lot. I don't think I'm feeling it as much. I've, I've been feeling A a little bit as I've been talking, but... Sometimes if I'm distracted... What does it feel like? Is it just like bubbles, kind of? Sometimes it does feel like bubbles. Sometimes it feels like pushing on my stomach. I may have felt the bubbles then. Oh. 
uh, yesterday. So I was gonna, what I was going to say the story is when I know when I know that they're moving a lot, I'll grab Chris's hand and put it on my stomach, and then they just stop. <laughs> like they're troll babies. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there was one where it kind of felt like a few bubbles for like a half a second, uh, two probably, seconds. You probably felt a baby move. But that doesn't really feel like anything to me. Great. It, 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 I'm glad it, you can share this feels like wonderful indigestion. experience together <laughs> as like, parents. No, you know like when people's uh, stomachs growl because they're hungry? Yeah. That seemed more impressive so far. <laughs> okay. So I don't know. So, you have, so children, you have to do more to impress your father. Fuck yeah, you do. I want to see a hand sticking out like the wall in a poltergeist <laughs> movie or something. <laughs> That'll happen eventually, right? Oh, no. <laughs> or a foot. They just kicked me. Um... <laughs> Persephone, like I said, Persephone never did that, but that's because her butt was what was moving. Right. It wasn't her hands or legs. I did have a dream two nights ago. That was kind of sad. Oh. Um, it was a Persephone dream, which I like Persephone dreams. I get to see her again. I do not. Amy does not. We have a very distinct difference between that. And I was holding her, and I came and said, Amy, Persephone's back. And you were like, yeah, I know. And I said, I don't think I'll be able to love my kids like I love her, which was weird. That's just a fear you have. Well, I know, and I'm mainly, because I've talked about before how I was not like, oh my god, I love this kid when she came out. I, I, she was a child. I knew nothing about her. Sure. And so I think, maybe people think that's weird of me, but, or other guys, I don't know, but I didn't fall in love with my child the first, I would say, six months or so. She was just a child who I took care of. I think it was sooner than six months for you. Maybe. I think, I think it started when she started to smile. Which was that six weeks. It's and when, then when she laughed for the first time, I think, is when it really hit It's you. when they start doing stuff. Yeah. Because before... I'm sorry. You can say you love your children before that, and maybe you do... Especially for women, it's probably different. Maybe there's more of a weird chemical yep. difference or something. But to me, they're just jobs, right? It's a job. You take care of your child until they start doing things. Well, that's, I think, evolutionarily why babies smile so early. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so that yeah. people will like them and keep <laughs> take them care of and them. take care of them. And yeah. that's why I said to... I mean, every day was more fun. And that's why I would always tell all my friends who are just having kids, every day becomes more fun. At first, it's hard and it's not worth it. But it's, it's not. It's worth it at first. To, to me, get to the better days. Yes, but you don't know of that if you're a first-time parent. Oh, you're okay. like, I don't know what's happening. But every day, it becomes better and better and better. And I think what, I'm, I think what subconsciously I was thinking about was that for the first few even years, it's not going to be like Persephone because she was so much fun to play with and be around and talk to and, you know, and they're not going to be able to do any of that for a few years. <laughs> so while it'll be different, and I'm sure I will love them as much as her, it's hard right now to picture that. So, so okay. This is second pregnancy. For us. We're both pregnant for the second time. <laughs> Does it feel any different for you? Do you have any no. attached feelings yet to the feels babies? Feels the same. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah, it feels the same. That, and that's kind of, I think, what I was voicing to myself was that it feels the same and you don't won't know until it starts becoming fun again. Well, I, I would be interested to see um, if when they are first born, if you will have more feelings of attachment to them. Than when Persephone was first born, because you have the experience of I know what you're saying. Parenting Persephone, yeah. you know that'll be interesting. I, don't know. I was just really disturbing when I was like, I don't know if I can love them like I loved her, kind of a thing. And I'm sure that's just me being weird, but I think that's a common fear probably any parent has with second Could children. Be. 
don't know. Whether or not they still have their first. I suppose. Know? Yeah, I think that's it's right. Very common. Yeah, if they still have their child alive. Right. It's probably a thing. Yeah, I guess. So what happens by the third one? Because the middle ones are always the ignored ones. So the third ones are always like loved more. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think it's the babies are loved more. Is that what it is? Yeah. So that's if, what they say. I don't. Know. I'm only child. I, so I got all of it. So the first one's like, oh, we love this one. The second one's like, yay. And then that next one's like, oh, a new baby, yay. Last baby. <laughs> yeah. Kinda, yeah. And that middle one's like, what happened to me? That was me, by the way. Couldn't tell. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so um, maybe if they kick you harder, you'll be more impressed. Because sometimes I can see it, or I see my belly move. I don't know. I, 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 I think it'll be neat when I can feel it, like, and know that that's what yeah. it is. It's still early, too, right? Isn't it? feels early. Um, I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's early as far as the movement. This is one of the latest times I think people would start to feel movement as the woman. That's what I mean. So it's but, just going to be get more intense yeah, and stuff. Yeah, because they're going to get bigger and run, yeah. have less and less room. Except for baby A, who has an enormous swimming pool. Shut up. It's like one more. <laughs> uh. But also, they, I can start... I think I'm feeling move, kicks and stuff on the inside of my belly, like my organs and such. And that's weird. That is strange. Like, you're kidney or something? <laughs> I don't know what organs they're hitting, but... You just feel it on the inside. On the inside. Yeah, I guess they're going to go every different direction. I, mean, I guess right? it makes sense. It's just I don't like that as much. I would prefer it was <laughs> on the other side. Women's, women are weird. Your bodies are weird. Also, well, pretty amazing. <laughs> That's what I said, basically, right? <laughs> I think I said that. So just a check-in on how I'm feeling overall as a pregnant person in week 22. Uh, I'm very uncomfortable already. Bending is almost impossible. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say impossible because I'm sure it's going to get worse. But it is a chore. And so if I drop something, I have to decide, do I really need that okay, item? Can I wait till someone comes by to get it? <laughs> or can I leave it there for a while? You should train the cats to pick them up for you. Is it a thing I could ask somebody else to pick up for me? <laughs> so luckily a lot of people at work are very not like conscious of my enormous belly and so they will do that. They'll pick stuff up for That's me. That's nice. They cat like so I feel I'm the only one who feeds the cats. Chris right now is the only one who does the litter boxes cuz I'm not allowed. So I appreciate that. It does sometimes frustrate me when he won't feed the cats ever. We just need to put the food up to like a better place. So I have to bend over to pick up all the cat dishes. Well, we have to make it so that you, they can rise. Like you push a lever <laughs> with your foot and they rise up a little bit. And or you can probably. Right, no, the reason I'm bringing up this story is because sometimes when they're out of water, I have to pick that one up too. So I make sure to pick up the water dish at the same time as I'm picking up a food dish, so it's only one bend. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but then it still becomes two bends down to put it back down. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's happening. Um, my sleep is getting better as far as I'm figuring out how to use that pillow to minimize the pain. There's still hip pain and there's severe knee pain if my, um, if the pillow, if I move in a way while I'm asleep where the pillow's no longer in between my legs, my knee hurts a lot. Mm. 
Oh, and then I forgot to mention this on our last show, but I had my first leg cramp or Charlie horse one night. No. <laughs> you don't get off that easily. I'm sorry. So if you are a pregnant woman and you have a leg cramp. As, and pregnant women who have been pregnant before are familiar. It's very common in pregnancy. The thing you say is cramp, <laughs> cramp, 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 cramp. You don't go, ow, 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 oh, oh, God, oh, God, ow. I believe the first word I said was fuck. Because. <laughs> to be honest. So we were sleeping. It was like five in the morning on a weekend, I think. I don't know. They're and so I, I jumped out of bed. Well, first I spazzed out in bed. Yeah. Writhing in pain, swearing. Yeah. yeah. What you say in that situation <laughs> after you swear is cramp, cramp, cramp. Because otherwise, your partner believes you are dying, slash, like, the babies, something has gone wrong with the babies, and they're leaking out or something, and so just say crap a lot. So then I finally got myself, and then, so I used to get child horses a lot, just in life, when I was younger. Yeah, I remember that. And to fix it, you have to jump out of bed and try to stand up and, and stretch your muscle. God, doesn't that hurt, though, when you stretch oh, the first it does. time? Ooh. But, like, the jumping out of bed to get there is an important part of the process. Yeah. I don't jump so good right now. <laughs> you don't move very good. <laughs> so when I was having that cramp, I really struggled to get out of the bed. Because <laughs> our bed is like 10 feet tall to begin with. But by the time I had calmed it down and was standing, <coughs> then I told Chris it was just, it's just a leg cramp. Yeah. So I should have said that sooner. Um, <laughs> and I, I had just gone to bed. Like I fell asleep like 20 minutes before. So, you know, you're in that weird state where you're kind of sleeping but kind of awake. So, yeah, that was fun. And I don't remember if I had cats on me or not. But if I did, I, might, I would have sent them flying, I'm sure. And the next day, I came in the bedroom, and Amy was a turtle. And I was like, how did you become a turtle, Amy? What? And she stuck her head in her shell, and she's like, I just want to be a turtle. You were laying on your back. <laughs> Legs were spread, and you were, your hands were up, and you were like, you are rubbing your side of your leg. This happened yesterday. Oh, that was yesterday. That wasn't the next day. That was yesterday. This is a different story. Anyway, it, it was yesterday. I said yesterday. I couldn't get out of the bed. And she just lay in there like a turtle <laughs> upside down. And she's like, I can't get out. You're only 22 <laughs> weeks in, dear. You're not even going to move in 20, 18 more weeks. That was because <coughs> if I tried to get up or move a certain way, I was getting a cramp up in a like, <laughs> upper leg muscle. But if I didn't move that way, I didn't get the cramp. Yeah. So that's why. I just thought it was funny that your legs were spread and your <laughs> arms were in the air <laughs> like a turtle on a shell. <laughs> okay. But getting back to the leg cramps, a lot of things that I found were it's not definitive as to why pregnant women have such higher incidence of leg cramps. Like, they don't know for sure this is why. How come I haven't got a leg... I used to get leg cramps all the time. I, don't, I haven't got them in, like, the last year. More potassium because of the kale and the spinach. You think so? Yeah. I drink a that's lot more water, have, too. Does that help? Also that. But that's why I try to eat as many bananas, and I always have tried to have a banana a day because I'm afraid of those cramps in my Get, legs. I'm getting pretty strong, too. Does that help? Yes, you're so strong. <laughs> Look at you. So strong. If you could do it without rolling the eyes, <laughs> that would be a step forward. So it, no one knows what causes excruciating pregnancy leg cramps. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this article put in excruciating. I know, excruciating. Some think they may be linked to the extra weight you're carrying. Or the pressure of your growing uterus on your blood vessels. All right, sure. And then it says, when a cramp strikes, stretch your muscle, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. Yeah, heal first. Everyone does that. So they don't know for sure, which I think is fascinating. <laughs> to minimize cramps at night, try a little yoga <laughs> or stretching before bed. You know, you could do yoga without the class. It's not that I don't want to go back to yoga. 
It's just the only day that works the best for me is Thursday nights. No, but what I'm saying... And we always have something going on Thursday nights, or there's a snowstorm, or... Look, look, what I'm saying is they say try a little yoga. You could take 10 minutes and, like, do a stretch thing for yoga. That's not going to happen, is it? No. (laughs) It's not going to happen. All right. Okay, so the leg cramp. And now today, a new thing has started that I'm going to keep a watchful eye on and probably um, email my doctor tomorrow where I think part of my stomach is numb. The skin oh, yeah, on my you stomach? just mentioned that, yeah. I, I was outside. I tried to... My hands were cold. So I touched her stomach. I was like, can you feel that? She was like, yeah, it's cold. I'm like, can you feel that? I'm like, maybe not. Yeah. And so it's kind of freaky. Um, right now and all day today, my belly's been extremely itchy. That's common. That's from it stretching. I remember with Persephone, your stomach was yeah. always stretching. And, so and from what I read about the numb belly, around the belly button, because that's where I'm having it, is... Probably stretching too fast. Sure. And which is affecting nerves. But you should definitely ask. But I will ask because it's a little freaky. Yeah. Okay. When you can't feel part of your body. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and it, it, it's really red. Yeah, but I, I think that's that. from scratching myself really Probably. hard to see if I could feel it. <laughs> There's like little divots in your skin. You're like, stop <laughs> scratching. Because I was scratching really hard and then I was like, oh, now I can feel it. And then I looked down and I'm like, I had a scratch. Uh, gotcha. Because I scratched so hard. Okay. So. Did I tell you about the podcast last week? I don't think I did. No. So people who... Our podcast? No, no, no. Different podcasts. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. And two of them I listen to a lot is I listen to Kevin Smith's podcast. Which one? Uh, he has like 10. Yeah, I listen to two of them. Hollywood Babylon and the other one. Fat Man, Fat Man and Batman. But anyways, if you know anything about Kevin Smith or you don't know him, he talks a lot. He's very long-winded. Yes. He, and I'm not exaggerating, once did a three-hour Q&A and answered four questions in three <laughs> hours. It's on video. Well, because he includes every story he knows. Exactly. Yeah. So anyways, very long-winded. And I also listen to TV's Joe Rogan's podcast, yes. which is fun. And he does long podcasts. He does like three-hour podcasts. Four um, times a day, right? Four, four times, times a week. Four, ti- four to five times a week. Yeah. And sometimes it's really cool. Like when he interviewed the, who was the Libertarian candidate? This year, Gary Johnson. He interviewed Gary Johnson for three three hours, and that made me not want to vote for Gary Johnson because <laughs> you realize that politicians after three hours just start repeating themselves, and they don't actually have any substance to back it up. If he could have done each of them, like Trump and yeah. Clinton, I think would have been amazing. But anyways, worlds collided when Kevin Smith was on Joe Rogan's podcast. What? You did not tell me this. It lasted four and a half hours. I want to listen to this because sometimes I enjoy listening to Joe Rogan. And I love Kevin Smith. Four and a half hours. I should listen to that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they are, well, they're both into pop. They're both into marijuana. Sure. So I think that's kind of how they got knowing each other a bit. And Kevin Smith's a huge news radio fan. <laughs> like, uh, he knows more about news radio than Joe Rogan knows about news radio. <laughs> which that does I, not surprise me. No. Does Joe Rogan know anything about his movies? Uh, not really. I don't think oh, they didn't really talk. No, he, he talked. No, he loved. He liked Red State a lot. He oh. talked about Red State. He's like, go see Red State. It's not what yeah. you think it is. It's yeah. on. It's on Netflix now. I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. So or else, yeah. So go see Red State if you want. But anyways, it was pretty fun. I, I had I had a good time with her during that four and a half hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All um, right. The last feelings I wanted to bring up is that the heartburn has begun. Oh, what's that feel like? Just. It feels, like, feels like you need burn. to throw up, or like throw up is coming in your, from your, like it's just starting and it kind of burns. So it just sits in your esophagus kind yeah. of? Like things are bubbling up from your stomach. Have I ever had that? I don't know. I don't think I've ever had heartburn. I didn't have, I've never had heartburn until I was pregnant with Persephone. I remember that. And then I would have it so bad sometimes I would throw up. Mm. So I would take a pill every night, before I went to bed every night. 
and then I think it has started. Like I've some nights I've waking oh I've woken up to turn over and I like could feel it. And I almost took Tums before I went to bed last night, but I was like, I feel okay right now, I'm good. And that was a mistake. I should have taken some Tums. <laughs> See, if you had really bad heartburn, it could be medically bad, right? Because if you threw up all the time, that would hurt, destroy your esophagus. Wouldn't it with all the acidic stuff? Yeah, it's just because there's no room in my stomach because there's babies Oh, I understand. I was just thinking about people who might have like really bad heartburn constantly all the I time. I think that they're, they, yeah. They probably take like Tums everywhere. <laughs> they have a lot much stronger stuff. Probably. I'm sure. Right. For that. Okay. Um, Sorry about that you're having heartburn. I'm not. That's okay. I'll try to for you. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's all I have about that. Okay. Are we done? Just talk, if we wanted to talk about things we have coming up. What do we got coming up? Well, it's Christmas. It's the holiday season. We're going to have to have that. We'll have to have that song sometime in the holiday season. Well, that would be this episode. This I don't could be our Christmas episode. What about next one? Well, I was going to... That's after Christmas. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't I know did we were so to, close to I Christmas. I did mean wow. to have a closing song for us. We are so close to Christmas. I didn't think about that. Okay. Um, well, anyways. Shoot, I did mean for you to play a song. I don't even know who sings that song. Do you? Not that song. I wanted you to play Persephone's favorite Christmas song. Which one was that? Um, Jingle Bells from the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh. Okay, I can but try But not the beginning. It. The second... The fa- when it gets faster. That'll be our closeout song. Okay. So this is our first Christmas we're actually participating since without Persephone. Yeah, since, since Persephone. Last, we, last year we couldn't do it and it was pretended impossible. it didn't exist, and so we went on a cruise. Yeah. Um, and so we'll see how it goes. I, you know, I, I like buying gifts for people, and we certainly do overbuy. We yeah. buy for a lot of people, and we get them a lot of stuff, and but we enjoy that. Yeah, I like giving things to people. It's yeah. fun. I, I like... It kind of sometimes feels like you're sharing a little bit of yourself with somebody when you give them a gift. Like, you're looking for stuff that they like, but also it's from you. And so you want to try to find a, a spot that's in between that. You know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And so, like, they could... And it's always... If they if they keep it, it's with them. They're like, oh, that, my brother gave me that. Or my friend gave me that. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know. I like giving stuff to people. I think it's fun. Yes. And I know this doesn't quite jive with the fact that I don't like to get things from people, especially strangers, <laughs> and, but I'm working on that. So. I'm not going to lie. Presents are fun. Presents I are fun. I really like giving them, but I also enjoy getting a present well, every now and then. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's going to be a challenging weekend for us. Yeah, I keep, I don't, I keep thinking it's so quick, or it's not coming up so quick. No, it's this weekend. I think I got my shopping done so quick that it, I just kind of forgot about when it was coming up. <laughs> So it's coming up really quick. Yeah. I will tell you a funny story. Uh, so we buy, so we overbuy because we like to buy. And then we got to wrap it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so in previous years, I would spend many e- evenings, on the, especially on the weekends, after Persephone would go to bed. And I would watch a Christmas movie and I'd wrap presents and I'd drink wine. And it was like one of my favorite things to do during the holidays. Yeah. And so... I'm trying that again. I was not the wine without part, the wine. It's kind of <laughs> sounds sad. wide, um, but trying to watch some Christmas movies, which yeah. I've been able to do. I I don't think I can ever watch Home Alone again. That's a tough one. Persephone she, she loved, loved that movie. She watched it all the time. She I think she liked Elf a little bit too. That's why she you did not really like watched. Elf as much as I did. No, that's your movie. But Home Alone was definitely. But I, have, I haven't tried Elf yet, but I want to try it. Yeah. Home Alone's on a lot too. It's just on random channels as you pass it during the season. Yeah. It's this one that and I, I used can't. to always. I used to watch Home Alone two every year. Yeah, I know. But I don't. I, I don't think I can do that anyway. anyway um, so I would usually, typically, wrapping presents, I'd sit on the floor. <laughs> and I did that once this year, 
And it was very, it was very painful to my stomach because it's in the way. Yeah, it's supposed to be. So. And so I was sitting there, like, I need to wrap all these presents tonight. And I was like, boy, I wish we had a card table. <laughs> Which I should have put on my Christmas list. <laughs> it should go on our registry. <laughs> I didn't even think of it. I was like, boy, wouldn't it be nice to have a card table? Yeah. That would be easy just to haul in and just wrap the presents and put the table away. Yeah. Chris was like, you want me to bring in the kitchen table? <laughs> like, into the living room? I was like, no. It won't even fit. <laughs> So Chris, because he is so strong from all his exercising. You you want me to you want me to pick that up? <laughs> I, I can pick that up if you want, you know. I'll carry it right in here. So he did, he brought the kitchen table into the living room. <laughs> right in front of the TV, so I could wrap my presents and watch TV. Yeah. And it was pretty awesome. Yeah. It was very comfortable, easy to wrap things, also easy to eat there in front of the TV when it was time <laughs> meal times. I'm surprised it went back in the kitchen, honestly. <laughs> it, it seemed like a really convenient spot for it. But it is back in the kitchen. Yeah. 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 Um, but so we're, we're trying Christmas this year. Yep. And it will. there'll be times that I might have to leave the room. I mean, I just being honest, I, there's going to, especially we play a dice game because my family loves to gamble and steal. No, I'm just kidding. We do like to gamble, though. So, um, yeah, we sit around the cor- in a circle, and everyone puts a bunch of gifts inside. They're kind of small, you know, $2, $3 gifts, and then we roll, and when you get doubles, you take a gift. And then later on, you try to take them from each other. It, it's fun. But Persephone had so much fun doing that, and that's just going to remind me of her. I mean, everything does, but that's going to be the hardest part, I think, for me, is sitting around in a circle with everybody, and she's supposed to be there. It's going to be bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be rough. And then on Christmas Day, I used to have at our house for the dads. Yep. Besides uh, his sisters and then my dad and their dad. And and I loved having it here. Um, yeah. But I can't do that this year. So that'll be weird. Yeah, I was just watching that video the other day of the last, I think it was the last Christmas that she, just before, so she was five. And all the, everyone was over here. And they played a concert? They, they played a concert, yeah. kind of, where they went upstairs and they did their little procession through the house and stuff. Yeah. So, I know. Christmas Day. It's a hard season. Sorry. We're going to go see Star Wars, so that's something to look Hopefully for, for the third time, but maybe for the second time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, we wish you all a Merry Christmas, or a Happy Happy Christmas. Yeah. Or Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa. Christmas, let's be honest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, whatever you solstice. Whatever you celebrate, yeah. Uh, just it's a good time of year to be with family and celebrate. Yeah. So yeah. What's this thing I see about Christmas? Well, Christmas I was wondering break? question mark, question taking, mark, question mark. I didn't know mark. if we're taking a break next week for Christmas like holidays. Fuck no. In our podcast. Oh, we get to podcast. Well we'll do We're a, not gonna have a lot of new stuff to we'll talk about. We'll do a Star Wars review. How's that? <laughs> I'm serious. Right. We'll talk a little bit. We will always have things to talk about. We can talk about our experiences on Christmas. We can cry some more. That'll be fun. Yeah. And then uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Star Wars after a spoiler alert. Then we oh, can, sure. Yeah. Okay. But I like talking to you, and I like doing stuff. So. All right. I need to say more words, but I'm crying a little bit. I understand. Um, I understand. We always end on the best, don't we? I, well, this is a tough week. So. Yeah. I have. I used to play exclusively in my car during the holiday season the Bare Naked Ladies Christmas holiday CD over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. <laughs> and I got to hate it except for when I found out how much Persephone loved it. And she then... loved it. And she would sing along. Yep. My favorite was when she was singing dreidel, dreidel, dreidel at the top of her lungs. <laughs> I was singing, oh boy, if my grandma could hear her singing the dreidel song right now. Um, but this was her favorite, uh, Jingle Bells, and I haven't listened to it in... Uh, 
I should go upstairs when I start it. <laughs> Since Christmas of 2014. Last year. No, her last Christmas. Yeah, 2014. That's two years ago. But she would always ask for it as soon as we got in the car. And regretfully, I didn't always play it over and over and over for her. You played like it a I lot. You played it a lot. It was she was she was she loved it. She had a good time with it. You so played anyway, it a lot. And I'm she, like you all to listen to it because <laughs> it's her favorite. And this is the fun part. Um, it starts for like a minute or so of kind of slow part, and she didn't love that part so much. She thought it was okay, but she knew it was a cool build up to the next part, right? Yeah. And I don't know where we're at in the and song. Sometimes I would fast forward through the. Song. I know. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> I don't know where we're at in the song, but just have fun. All right. Uh, happy holidays. Bye. I think it's at the beginning.